a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. And as we roll into this weekend, of course, it's the General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. And conference conversation is special programming and content that we bring to you here at KSL News Radio throughout the General Conference weekend. Uh, all kinds of great conversations about faith and uh, things that uh, connect with the members of the church and the community at large, I think, is the important thing there. Uh, really pleased to be joined by Debbie Dejanovic. Hi, uh, Boyd. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to have you on that side of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave and I went looking for a silver lining in the pandemic, and actually, we found it in our own homes. Yeah, so tell us about that. It's a uh, your Your conversation is really focused on dads, families, and what kind of connections. Many people thought, hey, this pandemic is stressing and tearing families apart. What did you find? COVID-19. Did it bring Utah families closer together? And we looked at it. We started with a study. I found a study. It was done by Harvard uh, a couple of months ago. And it said 70% of fathers feel closer to their children during the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. 70%. I thought that is a staggering number of dads who suddenly feel more connected to their children. We wanted to know why is that? Well, we asked Dave, our resident (laughs) dad, on the Dave and Dejanovic show. And he said he did is because... He had them all under one roof, and there really wasn't anywhere for them to go. And I know you're a dad. Did you feel more connected? Yeah, just because there was, you were becoming much more intentional. Obviously, you had more people around, but you were also thinking more about, man, how is this? uh, You know, I've got a daughter in Texas. How's that impacting their family? Their, their, you know, cases went up and down. I have a daughter down in Arizona, and six grandkids before those between those two places so you're thinking you know starting preschool starting first grade uh, all of those things so it made me very much more focused and intentional in terms of those interactions and checking on how they're doing well we brought in uh, as part of this special which airs this saturday we brought in dr tom go lightly he's regularly on the dave and dujanovic show he's a psychologist at byu and you know admittedly not everything was perfect but he said yeah he told us Families found a silver lining during this pandemic, and especially during the early stages when everything started to close down. Dave has just said this has brought his family closer together. Is it fair to say that it's brought other Utah families closer in some ways? I think that's fair to say. It's pretty generalizable in some ways. Uh, You know, he mentioned going on vacation. A lot of times when we go on vacation uh, as adults, we're just like, okay, I can make it the next five days. We're going to be fine. And then you you end it. And in our mind, we kind of have that cutoff point. Well, with that uncertainty of the pandemic and our and our response, uh, there was a, a certain unpredictability about it. We still are kind of in it in a lot of ways, right? And so 
we don't have that false end point that we kind of put in our minds and and we're all in this together and we kind of adopt this we're, we're here to get everyone's needs met and that stability that we have in that family unit provides a little bit of flexibility and so we're able to to see that there's been a, a real benefit to spending a lot more time together as family I'll tell you, Boyd, when my kids were younger and we were able to take them on vacation and just have them to ourselves and and lose our our cell phones for a week, um, put them away and not have them with us, I felt so much closeness with my entire family in those moments. And I think that's that's kind of my old vacations with my kids are kind of today's pandemic version yeah. of what's going on. And I did feel a lot closer, even though now my, all my kids are adults. What I found happening in this pandemic is my children were turning, my adult children were turning to me for answers mm. because I'm the news person, right? right. And they've always <laughs> asked me questions about my stories yeah. through the years. But this became so relevant to them because they needed to know where things were going in the pandemic and how long we'd stay close and what I thought about math and what I thought it when a vaccine would come. And that's the conversations brought yeah. us closer together. Yeah, and, and so fascinating. Uh, one of the things that we uh, found in our, our own survey this year in the America Family Survey yes. with the Deseret News that nationally, uh, most families were going back to something really radical, dinner time, that they were actually sitting around a table together and having those conversations you're talking about. We brought mom and a good friend of mine, Stephanie Ashcraft. She's an author. She lives, uh, you know, just about 45 minutes away. So I haven't seen her in a long time. She lives, um, I, think, I think she's uh, maybe in Utah County, a little bit further south. Um, but she was telling me that it brought her family closer together uh, during the breakfast um, yeah. like at the breakfast yeah. table. So we brought her on the show to talk about that yes. and how breakfast brought them closer together. And I, th- I thought back to when I was raising my kids and they were younger, be- breakfast was chaotic. And oftentimes there was just like <laughs> one sole person sitting screaming. at the yeah. breakfast table or we're doling out, you know, yeah. Rice Krispie treats as we're running out the door. But she said breakfast brought their entire family closer together. And she has kids of all ages in oh, like every level of school. And then her husband, was then home from work because of the right. closures. So they were able to kind of launch those conversations right at the first of the day. And the other benefit uh, that she saw from it is that her older children were becoming mentors to her younger kids because mm, there's a very wide age gap. And yeah. that happens in a lot of Utah families yep. where maybe <laughs> you have a seven-year-old and a 15-year-old. And she said what was happening is that the seven-year-old was turning more and more to the older kids, yeah. you know, to, to mentor them through school, through chores. And then they would pair off and do chores together. And she said it, her trick now is as a mom is trying to figure out how to keep this going as we sort of get back to normal, although we do have the spike in cases, um, yeah. but we're sort of feeling like we're getting back to normal. How do we do that in our own homes? That's yeah. what I'm asking myself as yeah. I look inward and figure yeah. out how do I keep this going in my own home or with my own kids? That's right. And I think so many people are really starting to question that. It's uh, On one hand, we've had this desire to get back to what was, you know, how it used to be. Uh, and I, and then there is a, a group that are very fearful of that because they're liking breakfast together or dinner together or, or siblings really working together uh, to get things done. And so there's, there's sort of this interesting dynamic of do we really want to bounce back or do we want to bounce forward and create something different 
Um, and I'm, I'm sure in your conversations uh, that looking forward, what do we want to take with us, those silver linings you mentioned, Debbie? Uh, how do we pull those forward as we return to, to get some different activities? The other thing I've noticed in my own home is my communication has increased with my own parents who mm-hmm. also live in Arizona, who've also been through that case spike. And now, of course, yeah. things are seeming to get better in Arizona, thank goodness. But my communication has improved greatly with my parents who are both healthy and active adults in in their 70s and but have been self-quarantined for a number of months out of an abundance of caution boy yeah. and I've appreciated that um, they are not only communicating to me but I'm communicating more and more yeah. to them on a on almost a daily basis yeah. whereas before maybe it would be a week before we talk on the phone now we're at least communicating by text almost every day Love that. and I look forward to keeping up that communication yeah. so I think we can so often just naturally go to the negative, and there's been plenty of that in the pandemic. I'm sure. not dismissing that at all. <laughs> right. But I th- I feel as though we found a silver lining, and we're going to exploit yeah. that silver lining this Saturday at noon right here on KSL News Radio. All right. Debbie DeGenevic, thanks so much for joining us. Don't miss that conference weekend, special conference conversations at noon. You'll have uh, Debbie DeGenevic and Dave Noriega as they break this down and uh, some of the blessings of forced togetherness that we've experienced (laughs) (laughs) uh, is so good. Debbie, thanks for popping in. Appreciate you staying around. Thank you, Boyd. All right. And uh, there is so much coming up on the weekend. And uh, coming up next, we're actually going to have a fascinating conversation with Sarah Jane Weaver. She is the editor of the Church News. Uh, This will be her 51st general conference to cover. Uh, So she's been doing this for quite a while. She has some fascinating insight insight in terms of what happens behind the scenes and what uh, precedent has been and what will come next in a ever-evolving general conference for the church. Stay with us. We'll step aside and have Sarah Jane Weaver with us coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.